Welcome to Collier's Talks, a podcast series featuring the latest trends, insights, research, and developments in commercial real estate in Canada and beyond. Hi, I'm Madeline Nichols, Managing Director of Collier's Brokerage Group in the GTA. As part of our retail signature series for Collier's Talks, we are presenting a segment called the Neighborhood Retail Spotlight, where we highlight local businesses that help shape the neighborhoods in which they operate and add a unique flavor to the communities they serve. We speak with them on their strategies, challenges, and innovations at present and beyond. Welcome. Welcome to the Neighborhood Spotlight Series. I'm Zoe Aidy Babinski with the Collier's Retail Practice Group. And joining me today, we have Angela Donnelly, the co-founder of Raise the Root Organic Market in Leslieville. Welcome, Angela. Thanks, Zoe. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story of Raise the Root Organic Market. To begin, are you able to share a little bit of your background and how you first started Raise the Root? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My family actually ran a natural food and fresh produce market when I was growing up on Salt Spring Island. It was called the Mobile Market. During my teens and 20s, I got a real feel for food at Mobile, for organic food, food from different cultures, how to cook food, small batch and local food. It was a complete immersion. Um, after working in Vancouver's retail and wholesale organic food sector for a few years in the 1990s, I actually moved to Toronto in 1997 and I started the organic grocery home delivery company, Front Door Organics. Fast forward a few years, <laughs> my partner JJ and I moved to Leslieville in 2006 and went along Queen Street. We noticed the lack of fresh fruit and veggie markets. So we put our heads together and we got in touch with a past employee of ours from Fund Organics, Amy Wilson, and asked her if she wanted to partner with us to open the route. Although, actually, it should be noted that it was Amy's sister-in-law who came up with the shop's name. We opened our doors in November 2014, and it's been a real adventure ever since. Well, that's amazing that you've been in the industry basically all of your life and been able to see how it's evolved over the years. So... You know, since being in the industry before the rise of, you know, the health and wellness um, industries and and that sort of popularity and focus, how have you seen your customer customer base change over the years? Well, at the market on Salt Spring Island in the 1980s, our little organic food section was really only popular with folks living a more alternative lifestyle. My own parents were back to the landers for a while, so we were part of a community of people interested in sustainability. At that time, a lot of folks living a more mainstream lifestyle didn't really know what the word organic meant and were wary of the size irregularities and the spots on the apples, as Joni Mitchell would say. In the 1990s out West, organic and natural foods did start to inch their way into, into mainstream stores, and Vancouver was host to quite a few larger natural food markets in, in that decade. Also, chefs started to show an interest in organic and local fresh foods in Vancouver around that time. However, when we started Frontal Organics here in Toronto in 1997, organic and natural foods were far more niche. You couldn't buy organic chain grocery stores, and in Toronto, there was no Whole Foods or organic garage. Customers traveled far and wide to shop at the Big Carrot on the Danforth. 
A lot has changed in this new century. <laughs> Organic natural food can now be found in most stores from the tiny produce markets along along the main streets in, in the communities in Toronto and at the larger grocery superstores. Local food is cool now. Farmers markets are ubiquitous. It's a completely different food landscape. Certainly. And and so when customers support your market, they're actually supporting multiple other local vendors, which is amazing, you know, including local farmers, bakers and artisans. Are you able to elaborate on how you partner with these vendors and how many local products are on your shelves? Yeah, these partnerships are crucial. At Razor Root, we literally have hundreds of local products on our shelves. We buy direct from over 50 small growers and makers and indirectly through co-ops and wholesale, wholesale distributors too. First and foremost, we bring a huge amount of respect to our relationship with our growers and makers. We don't haggle over price. We stand the time it takes to grow and make food. We understand that food's not grown or made with 100% uniformity. We're patient with products without a barcode and with less sophisticated packaging. We sample and promote these local products and make sure our customers really get to know them and love them like we do. That's amazing. And it's it's amazing to think that, you know, by shopping at, at one location, one shop, you can be supporting over 100 other local vendors and um, artisans. And that brings me to the, my next question, which is the pandemic has highlighted people's need for community. So what role does Raise the Root play in creating community? Well, being a bricks and mortar storefront means Raise the Root acts as a kind of a meeting place in Leslieville. In pandemic times, when standing around and chatting is not the safest course of action, we're still a familiar and trusted face. Our customers know that we are their neighbors here in Leslieville, that our kids go to school here, we play sports here, we dine out here, where we used to. <laughs> we see each other on the street. Raise the Root provides gift cards for school auctions. We donate food weekly to local area shelters. We're, we're collecting food now for Leslieville BA's Neighbors in Need program. And our customers have also come to understand and see for themselves, like I was talking about, that we cultivate relationships with the local growers and makers. And that's a really important part of it. We respect the people who work for us. And I think that shows we respect more marginalized Leslieveans in, in every way that we can. Through the process of getting to know each other has come a trust. Our customers trust that we're keeping them as safe as we can during this time in particular. And since we've developed relationships with so many of our customers, all it takes is a quick and distance hello to get social connection hit. And that's what community is. Certainly. And what are your thoughts with the big shift and rise in e-commerce for all types of retailers, including grocery? Um, what are your thoughts on the, the digitization of the grocery experience? Well, e-commerce is here to stay. It was before the pandemic. It certainly is now. And post-pandemic, it, it, will, it will still be here. Folks are busy. Online shopping is convenient and can be just safe. Raise the Root has been allowed to stay open, and we are beyond grateful for this. And since that's the case, we've chosen to maintain our focus on our store, on customers doing their food shopping in person. It's not just that we don't have the human power to facilitate an version of Raise the Root, which we don't. It's also that we're better able to celebrate food, nourishment, health, cooking, and community with our door wide open. And celebrating is harder to do digitally, as we've all learned over the last year. We encourage folks who can shop for others to do so because we know that in-person shopping isn't always possible. 
But for those that can join us in our little corner of Lessonville, we've made Raise the Root a safe haven from the pandemic, from loneliness, and from the grind of boring food. Well, I wanted to share with you directly from some of the vendors that you partner with, as well as some of your customers, what they have to say about Raise the Root and why they love it. Oh, my gosh. This is Tim from Cultured, a dairy alternative company making products out of plants. Raise the Root was one of the first stores that started selling our products, and we've always appreciated their constant support. Thanks, Tim. Raise the Root Market is this wonderful little microcosm of deliciousness and community and goodness. I really appreciate the fact that when I shop there, I'm getting products from small producers and artisans and small farmers. And it just, it's... (laughs) It is really the epitome of community and supporting um, people who are making a great, wonderful difference in the world. So thanks, guys. Oh, my gosh. That's Heather. It's amazing. Such, such a solid, solid, supportive customer. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Angela. You know, thank you for all that you do for your community. Um, it's obviously something that uh, is really valued by those that you're working with and those that are, you know, uh, shopping and supporting you and all the other local vendors that uh, that raise the root support. So, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank and you for so sharing much, your story. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to Collier's Talks podcast. To learn more about Collier's Canada, our experts, and our solutions, visit collierscanada.com or find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook.